How are law enforcement agencies and electronic payments providers joining forces to curb financial fraud? A group brought together in Texas to host a symposium at the Houston Fed Reserve sets an example for the industry about steps it can take to attack account takeover fraud. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Dennis Simmons, president and CEO of Swatcha, and FBI Special Agent Stephen Dillon, who share insights from a recent seminar that addressed steps Houston-based financial institutions could take to prevent cybercrime. Dennis, before we jump into the questions and background about this particular symposium that was hosted in late March, can you tell our audience a bit about Swatcha and why it's taken an interest in corporate account takeover, which is linked to ACH and wire fraud? Uh, absolutely, Tracy. Uh, Swatcha is a nonprofit uh, trade association, and our mission really is to provide education and training for financial institutions about electronic payments, uh, including risk management and fraud prevention. And so, uh, those two uh, topics, risk management and fraud prevention, uh, off, obviously fall very nicely into the whole uh, area of ACH wire fraud and the so-called corporate account takeovers. Now, when you host these symposiums, about how many financial institutions typically do you reach? It varies, of course, sometimes by the topic and, and the dates and that sort of thing, but it's not unusual for us to have 250 or 300 financial institution representatives present in one of these one-day uh, seminars. Now, Agent Dillon, I'd like to go to you for a second and ask for you to give us a little background about the FBI's work and its interest in financial crimes. Sure. Uh, we investigate many federal law violations, and uh, we tend to investigate very complex crime uh, in order to go up as high up the criminal chain as possible. The FBI's purview within financial crimes includes things like uh, financial institution fraud and failures, healthcare fraud, securities fraud, mortgage fraud, complex uh, money laundering schemes, uh, what we classify as white collar crime and financial institution crime. The FBI's interest at the headquarters level in these uh, types of crime is great. These schemes and scams that are perpetrated by these types of criminals, they, they destroy companies and devastate families by bilking them out of their life savings, depleting millions and millions of dollars from the corporate treasury at times. These white-collar crime investigations, they're one of the top priorities of the Bureau. Um, in fact, in fiscal year 2012, the FBI actually decided to increase its resources in uh, financial and mortgage fraud investigations to uh, address these threats and, and enhance its ability to proactively meet any oncoming schemes. Now, what can each of you tell me about the recent symposium, the one that was held in March, which not only included the FBI and Swatcha, but also representatives from FSISAC and the U.S. Secret Service? Well, as I mentioned, the FBI prefers uh, generally to investigate the uh, very complex crime, white-collar crime. Our investigations, they, they often require many years of hard work before a successful result is, is obtained. Other law enforcement agencies, such as the Secret Service, they have what we call concurrent jurisdiction to investigate similar violations, especially financial institution fraud. But the focus of our investigations is slightly different. Tracy, from the financial institution perspective, sometimes they're not really sure who has jurisdiction, and so uh, they'll oftentimes contact us because of all the relationships that we have, and the relationships that they have developed over time helps them to have those, those contacts to be able to quickly reach out to someone if they're suspecting criminal activity. The recent focus with the FSI stack was 
uh, Swatch is a member of FSISAC, and because of that uh, relationship, we were able to bring in folks from FSISAC to talk about what was happening as far as uh, threats to financial institutions. What advice do you offer, and are you continuing to offer banks and credit unions certain steps or best practices that they can take to curb financial losses that are linked to e-commerce and corporate account takeover? It's difficult for us in law enforcement, uh, and we're very we're sympathetic to some of the things that we ultimately recommend to uh, banks and credit unions and other financial institutions, but but mainly those two. Many of the things are perceived by customers and by members as quite onerous and time-consuming. Nevertheless, it's important to consider that the billions upon billions of dollars that's lost through these types of crime. Uh, keep that in mind, and, and we keep driving home that training is probably the most important thing. Training the bank employee uh, dealing with that bank customer or that member in front of them. So we, we always recommend things like when you're speaking to someone, get a full account number from the customer, having a PIN or password authentications options on the phones, having two phone numbers for contact information, extending holding periods before transfers go into foreign accounts, persistently obtain the information from the customer, particularly during key parts of an account, like when you first open an account, for example, or initiating a wire transfer. You know, you never know what seemingly innocuous piece of information that that bank employee gets from the customer that during a criminal investigation becomes uh, crucial. We also talk about, from the virtual perspective, uh, making sure that uh, the financial institutions uh, and their employees and their customers keep their uh, anti-malware, anti-virus softwares up to date, uh, that they install you know, Windows updates. From an administration perspective, one of the things that we talk about with uh, Financial institutions also is that if their online platforms are available 24 by 7, if someone's coming in to make an administrative change or add add an administrator or add add someone with the capabilities to originate files either through ACH or wire, we we tell our members to suspend those transactions until and those authorization transactions where they're adding an administrator or something like that. We tell them to suspend that until the next morning so that someone can look at it and verify it, preferably by an out-of-band channel, either through a fax or through a, a telephone call, something of that nature. So those changes are uh, validated. And we, we talk about files coming into the financial institution to use some sort of out-of-band authentication method. Uh, a lot of institutions have gone back to old-school kind of things where the, the, the file uh, is transmitted through an online portal and then a fax is sent through a separate channel to validate that that file was sent and to validate the file totals contained in, in, in the transmission. So those are some steps that can be taken. But one of the things I, I talk about, be skeptical. Practice and, and preach to your staff and, and to your customers that they should be skeptic, skeptical of things. I call it healthy skepticism that you know that if something's too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, you didn't win the Canadian lottery. You didn't win the Irish sweepstakes. Um, you, th those kinds of things. And before we close, I'd just like for each of you maybe to tell us a little bit about where institutions can get more information. Well, from the FBI perspective, we, we actually have a great website online. It's uh, just FBI.gov. 
Um, you can click at the top of the page. There's a contact us uh, tab, and you can get information about the field offices um, if you're outside of the Houston, and certainly Houston is one of them. Another item of interest I'd like to quickly bring up is what we call the Internet Crime Complaint Center, and that website is ic3.gov. It's IC and the number 3.gov, and it's a partnership between the FBI and the National White Collar Crime Center. It's a great place uh, for institutions or individuals to go to um, uh, file a complaint, and it will be further researched and referred to the appropriate law enforcement agency. Um, homepage has all kinds of other great information on there. There's a What We Investigate tab, um, which will take you to a white-collar crime section, and there's a plethora of information there, and they discuss major investigations and other types of white-collar crime with which the uh, FBI is involved. And as far as the uh, corporate account takeover uh, issue, there is certainly a, a lot of information at uh, NACHA's website, www.nacha.org. Also, SWATCHA has a lot of resources available on our, our website, uh, SWATCHA.org, about corporate account takeover and steps that organizations can take to pr protect themselves in, in, in that environment. Again, we've just heard from Dennis Simmons of Swatcha and FBI Special Agent Stephen Dillon. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.